grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. A few years ago, I really did fall in love with the movie Burlesque. Christina Aguilera uncovered a world of salacious dance moves and lots of decadence. And I've been a little bit obsessed with it ever since. Well, tonight, I'm going to dive into the world of burlesque with none other than Voodoo Doll, who is a burlesque performer right here in The Hunter, who's going to demystify what burlesque actually is. It's full of sexy stories, it's full of empowerment, and it may surprise you. And if you're more curious, she has some details of a show that is coming up right here in Hamilton in just a couple of weeks' time. Let's get our asses up, shall we? Show me how you burlesque. You're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, tonight, as Christina said... Get your ass up, show me how you burlesque. I'm interested to know what is the world of burlesque and how it operates and what the attraction is. And there's no better person to ask than Voodoo, who is the creator and performer in Dollhouse Cabaret. Voodoo, welcome to After Dark for the first time. Hi, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, you have had uh, an obsession with burlesque. We were talking just before we went on air for something like 11 years now. Yeah. And it's obviously something that you really love. But I just want to sort of dive into your story and how you discovered this love of burlesque and what's in it for you. So where did this all start? Um. Well, we have to take a bit of a trip back in time. I yep. remember being about three or four. You remember in the 90s where the TV used to take a couple seconds to change? Well, mum was changing channels and it was like it was only two seconds and I saw this beautiful lady wearing nothing but a bit of dental floss and heels and I said, that's what I want to be. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, that's mum's like, don't look, don't look. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's the best thing ever. And it just sort of fixated in my mind. Um, so when I was about 18, um, so I was thin, I had you know, big boobies and everything. So I decided to be an exotic dancer. So I was working in some good clubs, you know, it's good. And then I um, got some jobs touring. I actually uh, toured with bands like from Motorhead, Steel Panther. Um, so that was pretty fun. But a couple years in, I was about, oh, actually it was just before I turned 20, I was in a really bad accident. I hurt my back, my whole left side was pretty much gone. Um, so I couldn't dance much. Then the weight started coming and I'm like, well, you know, what do I do now? Nobody really wants, you know, me at my current state. And then I thought, you know what? I've always wanted to do burlesque. Um, I opened up about it. I was lucky I was living in Melbourne at the time. There's a burlesque on every corner. Yeah. And oh, it's so good. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And they open arms and you know, 12-ish years later, here I am. Wow. Okay. So look, I find it so interesting that, you know, you saw that for two seconds on a TV and went, oh my God, that's goals. It was stunning. At at that age. Um, Who have been some of your big influences? 
Oh, well, we always have to give homage to, you know, the Dita. ones way like Oh, you know, she's stunning. I've talked to her in person. She's this beautiful inside oh, as she really? out. She is. And she's so, she's so warm. You've also got who's performed with her, Pearl Noir. Oh, yeah. my God, what a soul. I do online tutoring with her. She's gorgeous. But you can go even further back. I think one of my biggest ones would be um, Tempest Storm, um, Satan's Angel, who some of the oldies might know as Saturn's Angel because we couldn't say Satan. (laughs) (laughs) But she was phenomenal, rest her soul. Um, And then, of course, you have to give homage to Sally Rand with her giant fans. You know, it must have been so risque being nude at the World's Fair, but nobody knew. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, and these these – women are just so beautiful and classy and exotic and but I love that you've actually spoken to Dita herself and that she really does give off that she she's not like you know a a complete bitch she's you know and very giving of a of a expertise I would assume yeah she's not what you think at all um I went to one of her shows the first time I met her uh with my mum and my mum's uh physically disabled she couldn't go up the stairs to do the VIP photo and I said look do you mind just signing this and I'll take it out to my mum she goes you know what hang on to it and I was ushered down the stairs after my turn. So about 10 minutes later, she comes down the stairs. She brings her crew with the lights, a proper camera. And she sat and talked with us for about 20 minutes. And it was so, it was, you know, the old school cabaret where people actually cared about their audience. And I'm like, you could see she was beaten. We're like, look, look, go to bed, go to bed. She goes, no, I'm going to sit here and talk with you. And then, yes, I ended up doing a class with her a few years later. And she was giving us proper tips, tips, not like just, you know, little bits and bobs to get you going. But she she was just so lovely and she took you under her wing and you you felt so important and seen. Wow. Yeah. That is an amazing yeah. story, an absolutely amazing story. All right, so, um, you know, you did the exotic dancing. I mean, it must have been fun to go on tour with Motorhead, etc. Oh, Lemmy was my all-time favourite person. You know, he comes up to this big – oops, sorry yeah. – this big raggedy guy who's doing drugs he never swore in front of ladies he refused to let anyone do it you were getting a mouthful about it he wouldn't do drugs in front of women he was just the sweetest person you have this you know deep conversation about Shakespeare or something and next thing you know you're on stage screaming fuck yeah (laughs) you know taking your top off so it was so surreal love it okay so look you had your accident which um must have been really challenging yeah um, and then you got into um, the world of Bella. So what was, um, I guess, your first job? So your first intro into it? Yeah, uh, my first one actually was at, um, I've forgotten the name of the club. Actually, it was like a roving club. They sort of set up wherever. And um, I was actually a cage girl. So I just danced in the cage. And, right. you know, sort of a bit up in the sky. So that was fun. I had... Um, terrible frilly undies on and you know the pasties yeah (laughs) way back what you start with is a bit embarrassing um but yeah it it was actually pretty fun to be honest you know taking pictures with everyone and you just felt you felt like a million bucks like you were so important in the world yeah fantastic what a story well look what we'll do is we'll take a break and when we come back uh we'll talk about um you know what burlesque actually is uh, because there's a lot more to it than stripping. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll dive into that with Voodoo when we come back on After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. 
brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. We're back with Voodoo and tonight, dear listener, we are diving into the world of burlesque. Now, before the break, we were talking about uh, how you actually discovered burlesque in your first job. Now, I think people really need to understand what burlesque is because I think for the uneducated, maybe we actually put it in the category of stripping. And while there is an element of nudity in burlesque, there's a lot more to it, isn't there? There is, there is. Of course, stripping is the number one thing people want to come see. Um, But, you know, even with stripping, each state has its own rules and regulations New South Wales is the most loosey-goosey. As long as you've got your um, your nipples and your hoo-ha covered, you're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So, but when you go to Northern Territory, it's – although a lot of people get away with it, you actually need to be covered a bit more. They prefer a mesh bra and probably a bump and grind skirt. So, you know, you've actually got to know all these things. Right. Which is the first thing that we're like, oh, okay, whatever. But, you know, there, there's so much more than just somebody getting their kid off to some awesome music. We've, um, you know, in my production, uh, we've got an illusionist. He's amazing. Like, he pulls things out of nowhere. We have people who do sideshow acts. So um, people who perform with snakes. We have fire performers. Mm. Um, even people like to come in and do, there's this thing, it's like a giant balloon that you can get inside. And yes. it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cool. have singers. We have um, people who play instruments. Basically, burlesque means vaudeville. So it's just another word for vaudeville. So as long as you've got a performance people want to see yep. and, you know, come up and do it, there, there is absolutely not nothing that says you have to strip in burlesque. Right. Okay. And I think that that's, that's a fairly uh, common misconception. Yeah. Um, it'd be fair to say that burlesque is an art form though, isn't it? Because absolutely. it's, it's the, the art of the tease. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That little wink. That little smile, it just puts that oomph in a performance. Yeah, yeah. And going back to sort of where it where it all came from, um, you know, I guess when you're, you know, you like you said you did some masterclasses, yeah. um, et cetera, um, you know, I guess that's about learning how to actually um, put that across to yes, the audience. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the things when you're preparing for a performance, what are sort of the, some of the elements that, that you look for when you're putting together your, your burlesque routine? Yeah, well, my my basis ones I have is I want a routine that suits me. Mm. I mean, I will do classical and stuff, but mostly I'm a neo girl. I love my rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so I look for a song that says me. Also a song that seems easy enough to do a performance to that's not going to bring a ton of elements. Yeah. Then with that, you want to bring in, can I actually do the moves that I think suit it? Yeah. Um, then popping your costume on top of that. Do I have a costume that I can actually move to this song in? Yep. Um, and then it's basically bringing it all together. And then, you know, of course, on top of that, you have your little bits and bobs. Do I look good doing it? Will the or- Do I think the audience will perceive it well? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you've put all that together and you get up there and you, you give, like, a fantastic performance, it must really be empowering for you um, because there is – and this is this is where I sort of want to flip the paradigm a little bit. I guess people sort of think, oh, you know, strippers or burlesque performers or whatever, you know, um, it's degrading to women. It's um, you know, it's it's uh, objectifying them. But you're standing in front of me, uh, one of the most 
empowered females that I've ever met. So, yeah, I guess there's there's a real empowerment to it. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah, there's always going to be that misconception. Oh, poor women, this... No one's made me go up there. No one's made you look at me and I love what I do. Mm. And, you know, of course, I'm not doing it out in public so you don't have to watch. But it does – it feels so good just knowing that you can be any size, any shape, any colour. As long as you're over 18 and consensual, you're up there doing it and you think – Yes, this is what I want to do with my life. It feels so good. And then there's also that bit that makes you feel empowered is seeing the smile on people's face when you're done. Whether you're doing something beautiful and elegant or just getting up there being an idiot. Yeah. You just feel so good that you're bringing what's inside of you out into the world. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. And what's some of the, I guess, the the feedback that you've had um, from people because I think that as performers sometimes we don't realise um, what effect we have on the people that are watching us and it's always great to sort of remind ourselves of that and we love feedback. Absolutely. So, yeah, so what's some of the, um, you know, the feedback that's really sort of hit you in the in the feels, I guess? Yeah, um, look, I always get, you know, because I'm a plus size person now, I get a lot of women going, I want to do it, but I'm scared that people will judge me. And I'm like, who cares? Mm. Get up there and do it. And you know what? There's always going to be someone who doesn't think you're the juiciest peach. Mm. Who cares? Get up there and do it. And then you see them, they start coming to classes and to watch them come out and they go, thank you. You've given me a life. You've given me a soul and you just feel so good about it. Um, but well, I think one of my most favourites was um, I went down early this year in March to the Melbourne Burlesque Festival. Um, so it was an all um, all coloured persons performance. So it's called the Blaze Out. So I brought one of my First Nations routines um, to a Barker song, and I was watching these people watching me, and I'm thinking, are they liking it? Are they liking it? Because essentially the routine is I've got my clothes on and I'm stripping out of my white society and I'm living my best um, Camilla Roy life. Um, but it's um, it's kind of a deep routine, you know, about stop sexualizing me. I'm a person. Yeah. And people, are, they're watching and you can see they're looking and I'm thinking, are they liking it? And then at the is end. Is it landing? Yeah. That's it. Mm. And then at the end I got up and people just stood up and they cheered. And then after the show, people came up and said, thank you. Thank you for doing what you do, for standing up for First Nations to say, you know, here we are, we can perform, we can do what we want, but you don't need to sexualize us, you know, for making me feel seen. And I just felt, then I felt seen and I felt like yeah. I mattered in the world, you know, like what I did, like I didn't have to just be sexy. I could bring my Camilla Roy realness there and show that, you know, this is who I am, like it or lump it. And I just felt so good. Oh, I love that yeah. story. That's such a good beautiful. one. I was in tears after I it. bet you would have been. That would have been really like, uh, yeah, really hit you everywhere with it that was. one because, you know, not only was it um, was it a burlesque routine, but yeah. it was – it actually had a had a meaning and it yeah. um and had a story with it and for people to react and for that to land must have been really powerful for you absolutely i put my entire soul and everything that i felt right into that routine and to know that people appreciate it and understood was it was everything to me i'll never forget it yeah unbelievable well look what we might do video is we'll uh, we'll take a break when we come back we're going to chat about 
how you can see Voodoo in person and other fabulous performers, uh, but we'll be giving you the tea on that very shortly here on After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, here I am with Voodoo, and tonight on After Dark, we have been diving into the world of burlesque. Voodoo shared with us how she found her love of burlesque, her most memorable moments as an artist, and now we're going to tell you how you can experience this yourself. So, Voodoo, you have... Uh, you are the founder of Dollhouse Cabaret. Do you want to tell us how that all came about? Uh, yes. So um, the name itself, because my name is Voodoo Doll, that's V-U-D-U, spelled the traditional way. So, of course, that's how we came up with the name Dollhouse. But what I wanted was a place where people could bring a routine, whether you're a magician or a stripper or an aerialist, and you could just do it without worrying that, you know, you were going to get looked down on or weren't welcome, um, you know. And no, this isn't everywhere, but there are a few backstage places where you just feel stressed, you know, that yeah. producer's just in a bad mood and you're copying it. That's not what I wanted. I wanted us to be a family. Um, I also have a kitty that I put away whereas, you know, God forbid you need an emergency accommodation, medication, where we are an actual family. And that's what I wanted. So that's what I created. Right. And so far, so good. Everyone's having a great time. <laughs> that's unbelievable. So, look, I guess you came up with this idea, um, as as a lot of us have had to uh, creatives, when we have a bit of time to ourselves, i.e. lockdowns, we come up with these fabulous ideas and then we have to wait um, to actually actually uh, act on them. So you're coming up to your first anniversary because it was sort of something that you conceptualised, I guess, in lockdown and then had to wait until the world opened up again to to get it to come to life. Yeah, it took a bit. Uh, Originally, our first show was going to be in about May and it was July and the next thing it was November. So actually, our our official first anniversary is tomorrow. Yay, happy birthday, (laughs) Um, um, But unfortunately, we had to push our show back a week. So November 12th, we'll be celebrating our very first anniversary as Dollhouse Cabaret family. Yep. And um, we'll be doing that at the GAL, which is above the Gallipoli Legion in Hamilton. So basically, it's next to the train station. It's yes. pretty rad. Um, yeah, so there are still a handful of tickets available if anyone wants to come see us be awesome. Uh, it's called a Boulez Spooktacular. And so it doesn't mean it's all going to be Halloween or whatever. We just decided to do Halloween in the midst of it just because we can and we're always late for everything. So <laughs> Christmas was in January this year. Yeah, fair. Like fair. <laughs> and look, you know, we're, we're really starting to embrace Halloween as a nation. So, um, you know, why not? Um, you know, we don't have Thanksgiving. Yes. So, think, yeah, that's what I think. We just extend Halloween a little bit. Exactly. Thanksgiving yeah. for strippers. Yes. Give your thanks for us. <laughs> All right. So, look, um, you spoke about the gal and um, before we went on air and um, you're an absolute fan of that place, aren't you? Absolutely. Mm. I couldn't ask for a better place. Um, the venue itself is it's almost 100% disability friendly, which is really important for me. Um, so they um, are 
and the fact uh, probably in the next year or so putting in a wide lift so anyone in wheelchairs it's 100 percent accessible we do have a chair lift at the moment um, but they have been so supporting and loving of us you know especially through covid going oh my god are we gonna make it oh my god we only have 10 people in the audience should we do it and they're like you know what just go for it yeah and the techies there alone josh and kelly alone from fad sessions they they've become my family as well but they're so sweet you know it doesn't matter if i ask the same tech question a hundred times because i have no idea what i'm doing so yeah they've really taken us under their wing but you know no matter if it's a performer or an audience member walking through that door it doesn't matter who you are you are loved and you are safe there and i really could not ask for a better venue yeah that's amazing all right so the show's coming up on the 12th now what can people expect well, it's a dollhouse, so never expect anything because <laughs> it's going to get wild. Yeah. So, of course, we are going to have a few, um, I guess, more uh, Halloween-esque things. We're going to have some, you know, maybe something a little bit dark noir. And, of course, we'll have comedy as always and yep. magic because we don't stick to one genre. But I do hear that Beetlejuice will be making a very special appearance. Oh, That's going to be super cool. We even have a very special perform. Well, actually, two performers from the Blue Mountains coming down, a couple from Sydney. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be pretty big. Also, we're bringing cake because it's our first birthday. So if you want cake... Yeah. Oh, who doesn't want cake? Exactly, cake. Right. Okay, so how do people get tickets? Well, the best thing you can do is either go on our Facebook page. So if you search Dollhouse Cabaret, now we've spelt house the traditional way, H-A-U-S. German. German, yes, because we thought it was a little bit fancy. Yeah, I like it. Uh, It's it's very cute. So you can either go there, you'll find the ticket link on the page, also the event page, or if you go through the ticket site Eventbrite and type in a boo-lesque, spooktacular oh i like it or just dollhouse cabaret in general yeah but you know what because um you've been so good to us you've brought us on here and we're getting the word out even more um we've decided to give ten dollars per ticket off so if you type in the code spoopy s-p-o-o-p-y you're gonna get ten dollars off you know oh wow yeah because we want more bums in seats not just to pay my beautiful performers but with each show we do actually choose a charity or two and we donate most of our profits to that charity so we really want to get um this off we're doing snake.org which is about snake conservation i'm a very big snake mommy i love them (laughs) Um, so it's about people not killing them just, you know, leave them be. This is how you can identify them. This is how you can, you know, help be a snake friend and not be a snake douche. Yeah, you know, snake douche. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We're also raising money for the Sydney Veterans Lodge. Um, they, they're a charity very close to all our hearts. Um, so it's, uh, it's a big community where the veterans can come in, they can stay or they can just come for day visits. They have other people like them to talk to. There's also therapists, um, medical personnel, and sometimes they even take days out because um, the number one cause of deaths for um, current and ex-soldiers is suicide. Suicide, yeah. And we really want to avoid that. Yeah. Um, you know, so they deserve the help that they can get. And the Sydney Veterans Lodge does an amazing job. So, so if you can buy some tickets, you get to see awesome people. There's cake, there's boobs, and there's charity. So the three best things in the world. What is not to love about I that? Know, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, look, we will be putting that code uh, into our uh, Newcastle Live Facebook group so that you can find it. 
And um, thank you so much for joining us on our After Dark and uh, Chookers for the show ahead. Uh, can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you. And um, thanks for having me. And hi, Dollhouse Crew. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dollhouse Crew as well. <laughs> I'll be mad if I don't say hi. True. Yeah. That was Voodoo Doll. And you have been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, I don't know about you, but as soon as I get off air, I'm going to dig out my feather boa, maybe a corset, put myself in front of the mirror and shake it like a Polaroid picture because, wow, how inspired am I by Voodoo Doll and the world of burlesque. Hope you've learned a thing or two tonight. I'll see you same bat time, same bat channel next week on After Dark. There are some things we just can't talk about during daylight hours. So our very own Louise Wilkinson has created After Dark. Every Tuesday evening from 6, we rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But fair warning, this is adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.